Welcome to the Apartment Investor Show, where we help you get smart and invest smarter in multifamily real estate. I am your host, JC Castillo, founder and managing principal of the Multifamily Property Group. And joining me as always is my co-host, my good buddy, the godfather of lending, Mr. Paul Peebles, national underwriter for Old Capital Lending. Polly, how are you feeling today? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm working on my second and third chin uh, <laughs> with all, of, all this food I've been eating, uh, being quarantined with the, uh, my warden uh, wife who has me in self-isolation uh, for 35 days, 40 days. I mean, we just keep going longer and longer. We're, we're recording this sometime in, towards the end of April. And uh, I can't wait, like a prisoner, can't wait to see the, the sunlight and the birds chirp uh, in person. So, well, uh, well Polly, the other thing too, I, I got to say, your hair looks pretty good. I mean, I've been seeing some people doing mohawks and bowl cuts and stuff because they can't get to a hairdresser. So, I mean, I, what's, what's the deal? How are you keeping your hair I looking I got so good? A, a haircut before this whole thing happened, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and I shaved about, after my three or four week beard, I shaved a couple days ago. So, uh, looking well, good. You're looking great, Polly. Well, you know, today we've got a great segment for our audience and listeners out there. You know, Polly, I think you're going to see that a majority of our upcoming episodes are going to be focused around what people are doing in the multifamily world to, to really get through these tough times uh, that are happening uh, with coronavirus and all of the uh, economic impacts. And, and we, as a multifamily investment community, Polly, we are not immune uh, at all to what's going on. And so today, what we figured that we would do is we would actually bring on a, a very successful uh, real estate syndication company uh, that's been doing business for uh, several years now that is in the middle of managing their assets uh, through this downturn here. And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk to you listeners today about how to asset manage an apartment property uh, through a downturn, which is exactly what, we're, uh, what we have happening right now. And so for all you listeners out there, I'm really excited. You know, today we have a couple of, of, of pretty dynamic guests uh, coming to us on the show. And these folks, their story is, is quite incredible. Um, these are a couple of, of Silicon Valley uh, techies, technology guys who are really, ha who have come to the U.S. Um, to live the American dream. And not only were they very successful uh, technology guys, uh, but they've actually gone into the apartment investing world and, and really become, uh, in a very short amount of time, uh, very big players in the Dallas-Fort Worth metro. And so uh, we're, we're actually pretty excited to have these guys on the show and talk to you folks about how they're doing and what they're doing to manage uh, during this downturn. So um, Boris and Albert of uh, WGI, that's their company. Um, let me give you a little background on these folks. So they actually uh, buy multifamily properties um, in Texas, and they've got about 180 different investors that work with them. And they have a current portfolio of, of just over 1,200 units. And, um, and these guys are basically buying you know, pretty large-scale deals. We're talking 200-plus units and above. This is kind of a, an interesting story, but why don't you tell us about the story of one of your apartment complexes where you had an entire staff literally just walk out of the property and say, hey, this is way too stressful for me. I'm going to have to get going. Um, so, yes, basically it's our biggest property, uh, 384 units. In, uh, and one day when it was like a few weeks ago, they just 
basically quit altogether the whole office staff uh, how many how many people are we talking how what's the number count so manager assistant and two leasing agents so wow. four people uh, same day basically they got stressed uh, uh, on you know overall situation going on and them being kind of in the office and uh, and uh, more or less uh, still need to communicate to tenants and and kind of uh, be exposed so they all quit and in the middle of all this we needed to hire new staff and actually afterwards uh, we we had some issues in other properties too so we had another manager quit and few maintenance guys so for some reason uh, that was uh, one of the biggest uh, challenging challenges also those days for us at least we we kept losing staff and uh, you know uh, uh, in the middle of the crisis we needed to kind of uh, find and uh, new staff and uh, it's always challenging even without the crisis and uh, now there there's now, a whole lot of there's a whole lot of people out there that are looking for jobs right now that are losing jobs and so what's interesting to me is tell me I know you guys use a third-party management company, but how easy was it for you guys to find uh, new people, new talent uh, to come in and, uh, and fill the shoes uh, for these people that left? So um, that actually, you're right. It's uh, kind of a good part of it. Uh, I won't say a good, but at least easier part that when we publish, uh, uh, you know, a job opening out there, it's usually... Right now, they get uh, a lot of resumes within hours, basically. So it was pretty easy kind of to, to find. But then, you know, even when you find the new people, you need, they need to get trained. They need to understand what we are doing and kind of, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff new to them. So it's always challenging and kind of, uh, uh, it's never easy, even if you find uh, good people right away. It still takes time to get them, you know, uh, to run and understand what they need to do, actually. Yeah. Well, let's get right into it. You know, we're talking about how to asset manage in a property during a downturn. So, you know, one of the things that I'm, you know, interested in, in hearing from your perspective is, you know, we're right in the middle of this this downturn and, um, you know, you probably had properties that were in the middle of being upgraded. Maybe you were turning upgrade units. Uh, maybe you were putting in capital into the properties to reposition, make things better. Um, what sort of adjustments have you made to your expense and, and capital improvements um, expenses uh, during this downturn? What, what sort of um, levers are you turning uh, to reduce your, your, your expenditures uh, during this rough time here? So generally, there are two parts to this question. So all the properties that kind of stable uh, right now that we bought a few years ago, we pretty much stopped all the unnecessary, like uh, uh, any upgrades which are not, uh, you know, emergency or really need to be done, we, we basically not doing. And uh, we're trying to uh, keep uh, it down as much as we can uh, and uh, only emergency work orders are being done currently so if it's not a leak or uh, you know a fire or something in that uh, 
um, kind of uh, something that we need to take care of immediately. We just uh, wait. Uh, and tenants good with it pretty much. They understand also that that's the reality. Uh, but uh, on the new acquisitions that we bought last year, uh, we still have uh, funds uh, escrowed with the lender. And, you know, unless you use them, they will sit with the lender and you cannot use them on anything else besides unit renovations. So on those properties, we continue to renovate units. And strangely enough, we, we actually, we, we leasing a lot of units even those days. So, you know, uh, kind of uh, it's, it's mixed, but uh, we're definitely trying to uh, limit, uh, uh, you know, rehab uh, to only what really necessary, basically. Well, well. speaking of leasing units, I mean, you, you mentioned something earlier. So I think you said across your portfolio that your offices are closed. So how are you guys managing to, uh, you know, get the traffic in the door, show the units, uh, lease the units, all that good stuff? What's, uh, what is your strategy now that if the offices are in fact closed? So offices closed to public, uh, uh, but you know they still there. So manager and leasing agents they still in the office. So usually what they will do, they will just keep few units uh, open uh, throughout the day. And if somebody come to the office like and talk to them through the door, uh, they will tell them you can walk that units. It's open. Application is there on the table. If you like it, you can feel it. Uh, so that's uh, one approach. Uh, what we also doing right now, we're putting virtual tours online. Mm -hmm. So a lot of uh, tenants not even uh, willing to come out. They just think, uh, just let me see it somehow. And they can basically, you know, on the website, we just created a video tour uh, kind of button. They can click and just view one of the units, kind of how it looks like. Um, and uh, actually some online tools like apartments.com and uh, others, they work pretty good today. A lot of leads uh, suddenly starts to come from all those, uh, you know, uh, tools out there that people just, uh, you know, they really, they need a place to live, but they don't want actually to walk it, but they still want somehow to, you know, to move or or to find a good place to live so actually march and april so far we had pretty good months and a half uh, in uh, you know in everything relates to leasing units talk, talk a little bit about that because we're going towards the end of april right now uh, how are collections in March? How are collections in April? What are you projecting for May? So March was uh, pretty standard, nothing unusual uh, collection-wise. Uh, and uh, April, uh, as of yesterday, we almost at 90% uh, collections between all the properties. That's great. And it's still going because, you know, people uh, kind of, many of them, actually all of them know that we're not collecting late fees. So, you know, there is no rush to pay on time. <laughs> uh, 
So the money is kind of coming every day. Uh, another issue that uh, adding to this that, uh, you know, our staff going to bank actually twice a week only on Tuesday and Friday to limit also kind of exposure. So I guess today, today when we're recording, it's Friday. So I guess today we will see another batch of uh, deposits to, to the bank account. So it probably will go up. Uh, regarding June, uh, you know, uh, I, I hopefully it won't, we won't get a big hit because so far uh, with all the communications that our manager doing with the tenants, nobody is telling that, you know, I'm broke, I have no money to pay. And, and uh, my take on it, uh, you know, majority of tenants that we put in, they either never had an eviction or it was long time ago, like five years ago. So those guys, either really don't want to get there or they've been there and don't want to repeat it, majority of them. So I think they will do whatever they can to avoid it if they can, basically. So hopefully, you know, May and going to June, uh, collection will, you know, will go down a little bit, but uh, we hope that not too far and won't be significant. How's the stress in your life, Albert, these days, owning uh, real estate? So uh, there's two types of stress. What's going on with the properties and uh, what's going on, like how investors react to, uh, to the situation in, sure. um, in, in, the, in the world, not in the United States per se. But So as Boris said, for, uh, the communication is a key for us. So we try to be, first of all, we four of us talk on a daily basis a couple of times to, to discuss, run, bounce ideas. Also, we talk to managers and, and the regional manager, she's great actually, we, uh, we're really helpful, uh, delightful to have her. And also with, uh, with the, our investors, it's, uh, we have one-to-one -one communication because some of them are our friends, everybody's uh, worried. And there is also, uh, we did yesterday a big uh, webinar for our investors to explain what's going talk, on. Talk a little bit about that and what, uh, what you guys communicated to your investors. I mean, <clears throat> investors have seen their stock portfolio get hit by 25 or 30%. Now it's coming back, but uh, and they're, and they're, they've invested in, in deals with you. What kind of information uh, are you sharing with your investors and, uh, and what are they asking from you? So we try to basically update them on collections, on occupancy, on, you know, how we actually, what we're discussing right now, how we manage the properties, what are the challenges? And, uh, you know, one of the things that we did uh, in April, we stopped distributions. So we needed to communicate to them that, uh, you know, although we have money in the bank to, to pay you guys, we will just uh, hold to it and, uh, you know, and uh, won't pay until uh, this thing will get kind of under control. So all those, and, and some of them, you know, asking questions like uh, how much reserves we have, 
uh, and uh, you know do we have enough money to survive and uh, and all all those questions uh, yeah, they're, they're asking know. questions of as like high technology people is what's what's our burn rate going through all this cash yeah how long yeah. can we survive before we're gonna have to do something whether it's a yeah. capital call mm -hmm. or find some way but those are valid questions enough money to pay mortgage that was the question yesterday cool. yeah luckily we do <laughs> And, and you know, it's basically. Uh, I think some of them actually, although they kind of uh, see what's going on, and uh, what you Paul said that uh, many of them invest in stock markets. So they, some of them really happy. Many of them gave us their uh, IRA accounts to to invest into those businesses. So, and they see what happened to the rest of the IRA accounts during the last few months. So I think some of them actually told us that they're really happy that they invested in real estate instead of keeping it exposed to the stock market. So uh, it's, uh, it's kind of uh, mixed, uh, mixed for them, yes, so. Uh, they happy, but they worried that uh, something worse will happen down. And what are you there. What are you tell, telling your banks? You know, they're they're your largest partner in the deal. Are you in communication and constant co conversation with the banks about letting them know what's how the property is performing? Uh, actually, yeah. So actually, our uh, lender was yesterday on a call with our investors uh, and kind of uh, heard the same update and uh, actually. Uh, updated the investors on, and on what he sees out there uh, right now. So, uh, but yeah, it's for us. It's easy because it's only one lender uh, on all the deals. Uh, it's funny, maybe basically dirty mortgage. So, uh, you know, we don't need to update a bunch of different lenders. Uh, only one. But yeah, they they know exactly what's going on and uh, what where we are and uh, you know. And hopefully, we won't need any help from them from them during that uh, uh, cycle. But uh, and but yeah, I think if we need to, they there to to help us. If 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 we get there, hopefully not. <laughs> so you know, guys, I think one of the things that we want to do here, and since this is a video show for all you listeners out there that might be listening on a podcast, um, you can go to YouTube and check us out as well. But you guys have a pretty developed a pretty pretty interesting tool that you guys use um, to help you track um, some some things at your portfolio that you need to be aware of. So uh, I wanted to give you guys a little time to uh, maybe just a couple minutes here to quickly maybe do a screen share and maybe give a little background on the type of tool that you've developed and, and, and how it's useful for you guys in asset managing your portfolio. Uh, you know, yeah. Albert, give, give us a quick, you know, layman's version, like explain in, in plain English, what I, I'm a, I'm a multifamily owner. Why, why is something like this valuable to me? What, what exactly does this software do? Yeah, sure. Um, so what we developed is a, a dashboard. Since, since we have many, many properties, it's not one. It's a many, uh, in order to see it uh, on each property, it, it will take us a lot, of, a lot of time and a lot of effort to log into each property and, and check it out. What the occupancy is, what the uh, work orders are, uh, what, 
I don't know, collections and, and so on and so forth. So what we, what we did, we created a dashboard which aggregates all the information for all the properties in one screen. And then if you, if you want to see details for specific property, you can drill down into it uh, very quickly and see where we stand in terms of occupancy and rents and the latest leases and so on and so forth. So basically the problem that you're solving here is you got a large portfolio of properties and you want to quickly look at a dashboard or let's call it also a KPI or key performance indicators. You want to be able to know which properties are having problems and which properties are doing well. And you want to be able to go focus on the ones that are having problems and go solve, right? So that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, let's, uh, let's go ahead. Now, how do you guys get this data? Is that, is you sort of, do you uh, so have some sort of an API into the management company's property management software or how exactly are you getting this data? Yeah, the data is live. We pull uh, all the information from Resman uh, via APIs and then we aggregate it, massage it, show it in different, different okay. ways. So, Re- so Resman, for all you listeners out there, Resman is a big uh, property management software provider and they, they give hooks in their software to be able to pull this data if you are an owner of properties, you can pull this data and develop it and massage it to give you the data that's useful for you to manage your portfolio. So yeah, let's go ahead and take a look yep. at it. Yeah, let me share my screen. Uh, okay, can you see my screen, guys? Yes. Yeah, so before we go there, this is a property that, this is a website that uh, Paul was mentioning. One of like they all look the same for us. All all our properties have the same uh, layout and ideas and uh, and screens. And uh, this is what was Boris talking about the video tour that we added. So you can click and see the video tour. Uh, just a side note. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, okay. So this is our dashboard. As you can see, you can we have all our properties here, and right away you can see that. Green is good, red is not that great, and yellow is getting better. So we can, uh, what we can see here, for example, let's take the, the good one. So we have a name, what the occupancy is, what is pre-lease occupancy is, which properties are vacant, which, property, which units are uh, pre-leased, uh, what, how many units on hold do we have? This is when people submit an application, but still didn't sign, how many work orders, and uh, how many make ready work orders. Uh, this, it's a different, different metric that we use. Also, uh, we can see, oh, and there is like a scale here which shows you uh, the same information but on, on, a, on a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can see uh, units, how like the vacant units, how long they were vacant, and obviously, twenty-three weeks is not great. Um, and then, if we have, uh, if it's pre-leased, it will be also marked as pre-leased um, for more or less same thing for for yellows and for reds. We still have. Since to work on. <laughs> now, what what defines a, a green, red versus yellow? What what are the uh, what are the metrics that you're using to, to turn it red? Currently, is occup it's occup- occupancy. If it's ninety percent or less, it will be red. Uh, if it's uh, in 
95% or up, it will be green and yellow is, is between 90 to 94%. Gotcha. Well, I like what you have here because you're actually showing the current occupancy, but then you're also showing pre-lease. So you're sort of yeah. giving a projected occupancy uh, based on where the property is heading to, which is important. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's correct. So let's say if we will go, so now we can drill down into each, pro into each uh, property. And this, we, we started, like all this tool started with looking how many, um, how long, each unit became, uh, stays vacant. So it, it's a little bit complicated here, but here are dates every week and here are units. So you can see that this unit become vacant on 12, on 17, December 17. And then after two weeks, it got released. Red means vacant, blue pre-leased, and then white is, uh, is uh, that it's leased and okay are, okay so the timeline is going from uh, right from right to left gotcha mm -hmm. okay yeah so you can see that there is like this one was pretty long uh, vacant and still vacant yeah uh, well you know it's interesting if you go i saw one that has it was vacant and then it was had a short blue window of leased and now yeah. it's vacant vacant again yes so this is basically when we see something like that we talk to our property manager to understand what's going on in like because this is not normal the the property got leased and then pe person left and after two weeks or three weeks yeah something like that which is uh, not what we want because it, it takes time to clean the unit and and it costs money to uh, to us uh, yeah so th those like require a call to a manager and 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 discussion i mean there, there are legitimate reasons why it's happening but the property managers know that we monitor this stuff as as well so it it kind of keeps everybody in check yeah what what other sorts of features do you guys have on this yeah, uh, let, dashboard let you. so you can go here and we we display last 10 leases that were leased and it will be if if current rent, if the rent that it was leased for is, is a market rent, it will be all good. But then we have sometimes a current rent is less than a market rent. And usually it will happen when people uh, renew the lease and we don't do any renovation to a unit. So we kind of bump it a little bit from their original rent and, <clears throat> and leave it leave it a little bit below the market market price because it's it's much cheaper for us to leave a tenant in yep. uh, in the properties and uh, and yeah and you can see when lease starts when lease ends mm -hmm. um, here it's a graph which shows us in like in a glance how many so the legend here is yellow is less than 90 percent of of a, of a market rent uh, orange Oh, orange red <clears throat> is market rent and then 90% or above market rent is this whatever color it is <laughs> okay uh, so basically you can see how much what's your potential uh, revenue growth you can have on this on this property gotcha um, how, how long did it take you to is that is there any other features on this thing uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's not, it, and we, we sent some notification emails that I wanted to show. It, it's a work in progress. 
it's we will we always add some new stuff uh, so this this is a visual part of of the tool but there is also a notification that we send either every day or every week depends on on the on the uh, um, on the email so every day we, so we re we require our property managers to post on craigslist ads and we every day we send them an email with like did we did they post or not and then if if they didn't we will we will have a talk with them so basically you can see that on 15th they posted um i opened this uh, uh, this email is from a couple of days ago yeah two days ago gotcha so, so we can see that they posted like on 14th and 15th and basically it's good when we see red we will talk uh we'll talk with the manager so this is one types of emails that we send to to, to push advertisement uh, another one is a vacant unit uh, units list uh, which will display how many units are vacant how much money it lost in total and how many work orders do we have uh, and the uh, work orders which are older than seven days uh, will, will be will be in red which requires a property manager too and then we get a reply from uh, from the property manager oh with explanations and i did this this and i did that uh, so this is the second one and i'm almost finishing <laughs> uh, and then another one is uh, is the leased units as well so it's it's similar to what what i showed in in the tracking tool but it, it goes to the property manager and they also explain you see like this and that is renewals yeah so it's a you know I, I think albert what's really amazing about what you've done here is you know a lot of people that have third-party management companies a lot of owners uh they struggle with the idea of getting real-time information or real-time updates Mm -hmm. in terms of how their properties are going. And what you've done here with this uh, software program is you've basically created a, a real-time interface that gives you uh, real-time updates on your portfolio without having to call and bother the property management company, bother the regional manager, uh, who after a while, they're going to get tired of, of your repeated requests anyways, but you just get that automatically pulled out and you know exactly how you're, you're doing as an asset manager. That is That is pretty... Uh, that's that's pretty incredible, actually. I, I can appreciate the level of, of data that you're you're able to make decisions with uh, by doing that. Are you selling that or marketing that, uh, Albert? So we uh, currently it's uh, it's working only for us, but it's, it's not a lot of work. We we plan uh, actually what what we discussed before. One, once I will have more time, uh, we will we will be able to extend it to other people and sell it to other people. That's actually the plan. So on the beta business. <laughs> also, JC, what uh, I guess uh, all the listeners need to understand that all those emails that goes out, it happens automatically. Yes, nobody need to do anything. So every Tuesday, every week, they will get that email with uh, how many work orders and how many not least units. And they know that they will get it automatically, doesn't matter what. And they will need to reply on it and kind of uh, give us an update. So this is basically what keeps them, uh, you know, alert, I guess. So yeah. 
And also, I think Albert didn't show, but another feature in those emails that once oh, yeah. unit be, uh, is vacant, uh, do you have that email? Uh, you, you talk through it, I will try to find yeah. it. Yeah, so one, once units uh, stay vacant for more than, I believe, seven weeks, uh, then uh, it will automatically suggest what discount to put on that unit and get at least so uh, yeah uh, it also so basically you created your own version of a revenue management tool that 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 looks at uh, the number of days that's been on market and does an algorithm to decrease rents based on the number of days it's been out there yeah exactly exactly and and, and you know uh, uh, there are a lot of uh, property management tools out there so it's Resman, Yardy, RealPay, like many, many tools. Right. But uh, there is literally, or oh, I, I, I don't know, uh, a, a tool that uh, helps asset managers actually. Yes. Oh, I, I found I found the email. So, um, do, do you guys see my screen? Yeah. So basically, before that, we had to call everybody and say, okay, oh, this unit make a discount for it, um, and now it it just like implied that if, if it stays longer than it than it should like please go and uh, and do discount it depends on its price so we will either discount it by 50 or or 30 30 dollars yeah it's based on square footage or unit size so uh, you know and pricing so the tool will suggest what discount to do there basically for the manager that's great uh, yeah so so guys you know what uh, if, if somebody out there uh, want to get a hold of you uh, to talk to you about your company, how can they reach out to you? So easiest way is to kind of uh, shoot us an email. So it's uh, contact uh, wealth uh, grow investments. Uh, so uh, contact at wealth grow investments. Yes. Con uh, it's I'll, I'll, I'll it's contact at wealthgrowinvestment.com, right? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's connect. No, it's connect. Oh, connect. connect oh, sorry. WGI. Yeah. Connect WGI at wealthgrowinvestments.com. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Connect uh, WGI at wealthgrowinvestments.com. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Or, uh, visit, or visit our website, wealthgrowinvestments.com. Okay. Yes. So through website, they can also reach out to us. Okay. Well, we appreciate you guys coming on, sharing a little bit of your story. And I always love uh, high technology guys. They always have a different way of, uh, of using their technology skills into the multifamily. And you guys have done a wonderful job trying to help your, your situation and then probably offer at some period of time uh, these, uh, these, these uh, key principles, key um, uh, key indicators, yeah, key indicators of what's going on. So you guys have done a wonderful job of that. So I do definitely appreciate that. So uh, Boris, thank you. Albert, thank you. Uh, you have two other partners that uh, we wish they could get them on there too. That's Leo and Oshi. Tell them we said hello, please. And uh, you guys have done a, a great job with your assets and I'm very happy for you guys. Uh, JC, tell me a little bit about what you guys do. Oh, well, you know, Polly, we started this show because we like to help people, uh, uh, help them on how to make smart multifamily investments, uh, multifamily property group, our company, we've been around and we've been uh, buying and uh, buying, selling, repositioning, operating properties 
apartment properties uh, since before the Great Recession. Um, so if anybody out there has any questions on uh, how to get started in this business, uh, feel free to reach out to us. You can go to our website at multifamilypropertygroup.com. Again, that's multifamilypropertygroup.com and go to the contact us section of the website and just click on a free 15-minute consultation. And uh, I would be happy to sit down over a virtual meeting and see how we might be able to help you out. Polly? That's great. Well, uh, JC, I appreciate you uh, putting all this together with another great uh, interview. Guys from the WGI, we appreciate you guys spending some time with us. I learned a lot, so I do appreciate that. Again, Boris, Albert, thanks for joining us. I'm Paul Peebles. That's JC Castillo. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.